Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stompcast and welcome back to uh, part two of the podcast. Anna and I are wandering through this beautiful village and we're in the quintessential part of the world, which is currently getting rained on quite a bit, but I feel <laughs> that is part of the uh, part of the affection we have for it. Is, it is. <laughs> I mean, this is why this is this is the perk. That, I say the perk. We have to think of the perk of being British. We yeah. put up with the weather, whatever the yeah. weather. And what is, what's the reason that our grass is so green? That's it, what I always that think. Is if you ever feel funny about the rain, you think, do you know what? It's green for that reason. We are so lush and whether green. it's rainy or whether it's sunny, wherever you're listening right now, <laughs> thanks for joining us and we're gonna dive straight back into a conversation. So I just off the back of what you were saying there and all of your experience, and again thank you for being so open about that. Oh it's important. You're how welcome. did you go from that place of being in such a difficult place from what you said yeah. to actually doing what you've what you've done now and all the things you've achieved with the books and the work yeah. you've done in terms of coaching? Was it kind of like right, this is my inspiration to help others? Like yeah. was it did it was it did it help you by helping others? I don't want to put that into yeah yeah I think I think like yeah that, forgive but. me for using us as the term, but I yeah. think for, for many of us that that uh, find ourselves in those you know pretty crap places, you know I think when when you it sounds really cheesy, but you know when you have sort of seen the light, you want to well I am I am naturally a people person you know I mean if I hadn't gone into telly and doing what I'm doing now you know working in therapy and stuff you know I would probably have been a nurse or something you know I've just always liked people you know. But it was as a result, actually, of coming back from that time off work, you know, in my mid-twenties, and my colleagues being so good about what I'd been through, which I'm a huge advocate as well of, you know, bosses and people just being understanding about mental health, because it really is so important, because you come back from having a mental breakdown, you're not exactly looking forward to your first day back. You're done with that anxiety-inducing itself. Right. You're thinking, oh, God, what's everyone going to think, you know? And I can relate to the whole... When I was in the depths of of, of my nonsense... I use nonsense in my own... I'm not trivialising it, but that's what I call it. Um, You know, I remember genuinely thinking about how I could crash my car, but Mm. crash my car to like just break a leg or something not to kind ha- of yeah. you know not have to admit postpone it yeah right honestly it's genuinely what i was thinking and that's pretty sad you yes, know to be is. at that point right um but you know i'd had some great therapy you know and i'm a, I'm a big fan of that um i had some great work actually through hypnosis i'm, I'm a big fan of hypnosis i it, for me it really worked for for trauma um what did it do let's uh, dive, just yeah. to pause for a moment because i think hypnosis is something i'm fast i've never tried it I've read a lot about it and mm. certainly a lot of people found it very, very helpful. So what, what was it about hypnosis that, that you found beneficial? And like, were you expecting to find a benefit or were you kind of amongst a lot of people who are dubious? Yeah, um, That doesn't I get mean it. it doesn't work, but people yeah. are dubious. So. And I think, I think that's a really good question because um, hypnosis in the therapeutic or clinical work, I think it, it, does, it has got this stigma of it being something that does on the telly and someone's going to make you, you know, it's performance hypnosis. Now, obviously, there's performance hypnosis, but, but when it's actually worked, I'm a big fan of it for, for, for trauma work because essentially, I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly my experience of it as someone that had no clue as to even what it was. Didn't even know, he didn't even give it a name when I was being treated. It was just part of the different modalities he was bringing in right. to, um, to sort of get to the, the root cause. 
And he actually, so he, he put me into, into trance, so it was all deep relaxation. So to be in trance, it's just deep relaxation. It, it's all it is, just deep relaxation, deep relaxation. So anyone breathing and stuff like that. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. so down, anyone that's yeah. tried meditation, it's really that, but just mm. done more concentrated, more concentration. Mm. And a talented um, therapist will know how to just keep, keep you, you know, moving further and further into deep relaxation. For you to then access your subconscious mm. mind, your subconscious mind being where your memories are buried, right? So... Um, through this, he wanted to ascertain where I'd had my first panic attack because mm. he was like, the first panic attack you've had wasn't three weeks ago. You know, it no. would have been somewhere else. So it was really strange, right? And I can, it was, so it's regressional hypnosis I had. Um, and I, I can just explain it to you as it happened to me. I don't know how or why or whatever worked with it. But I remember sitting there in his office and you're completely, you're brought back into the present all the time. You know, yeah. you can hear the clocks ticking and stuff like that. Yeah. But suddenly it was like this... Um, film sort of it reminded me a bit of Harry Potter like yeah. when he goes into this kind of you know past scenery or something and suddenly I'm in a swimming pool and I'm eight years old and oh, yeah. I'm trapped under you know those floating mats as kids yeah. you know you go into swim, swimming party yeah. and, you go, yeah, 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 and I'm yeah, trapped yeah. under this mat and I'm wanting my mum and I can't get out from under this mat yeah. because I can't find how to get out yeah Never been Which is terrifying, server. you can literally terrifying. imagine. Terrifying, right, terrifying. Vividly imagine yeah. it, really. Yeah. yeah, and I remember coming out, and then to top it off, so clearly I had, couldn't breathe. You shaken up, And then yeah. shaken up, and then the swimming teacher on top of that told me off, because she thought I was messing about. Oh, but I wasn't, I just got crapped. So I got, so I got told off on top of that. <laughs> you just slowly like, drowned, yeah. Yeah, and I remember wanting my mum, terribly. Which again, which isn't part of it. So when you're when you're thinking of attachment styles or whatever, like exactly. when, you, when you look for your tribe because that's where you're shocked and right. you know, yes, right, exactly. So I mean, the Compounding irony there, trauma, that I yeah. Was, yeah. And so, but in but in this within this regressional hypnosis I was under, um, we change the feelings associated with that memory. So the memory stays mm. the same. We can't change yeah. our memories, but we can change the way that we process and feel about sure. that memory. And we did. We took out the emotion and the anxiety and the panic surrounding that memory. And it sounds really weird, but it kind of worked. I had, I spoke to, you know, adult Anna spoke to eight-year-old Anna, yeah. gave eight-year-old Anna a hug and a kiss and told her what she really needed yeah. to hear in that moment, not what she did hear. Yeah. And it was really cathartic. And, and I found that whole process um, I really, I can see really that, like that, that kind of conversation of going back and giving the love and the support that that uh, eight-year-old, eight-year-old thing is a yeah. version of yourself. Yeah needed yeah. allows like that closure or healing of that point doesn't it yes it did and and i'm i'm a big fan of that you know just healing those scenarios and and and, and the relevance of that bringing it back you know, to the present day as it was then mm-hmm. was all of the feelings i felt around um you know this relationship that i was in at the time or, well had exited at that point mm. but you know but actually it this is where it, it sort of helped me heal in other ways and other relationships that i had you know relationships with colleagues mm. sometimes i found myself a little browbeaten you know if i'm honest with you i'm quite a people pleaser, or used to be mm. quite a people pleaser and it was all of those sort of behaviors in myself that i realized that other people can't change you know if i change yeah. other people will change in the sense that sure we can't change everyone but if i change the way i behave to a situation well, almost like if you change your almost as well the, the boundaries of your situation exactly. the bound, like kind of a, exactly. the people pleasing format you generally your bound boundaries tend to be soft and right. less kind of clear right. and people learn that yo it's fine because i'll go and ask her to do you know coming i know it's a day off but can she cover tomorrow's slot even though she's done exactly. x number of days or yeah kind of just knowing like oh i'll just go down and she'll she'll sort that out she'll be happy exactly. to do that she won't say no 
rather than going to someone else who this boundaries are clear, who right. know that if you message on it when they're off, they're going right. to say, look, this is past the boundary. Yeah, and, and that doesn't mean acceptable. you have to be unkind no, or you suddenly turn into an off. Yeah. It's, in fact, it's just being firm. And and, and this is a, a, when I sort of eventually started the, my, one of my things that I, I'm, a, I'm a big preacher of, you know, in, in coaching, it is exactly that. It's just mm. saying not today. You know, there's a, I do a lot of things about how to say no, but in a different way. A lot of yeah. people find it hard to say no, but you can say no, but in a different way. I say not today quite a lot with things. Not today, not or so. can I get no. back to you? Yeah, or well, I've doesn't got work this thing of right now. 20, ask me, also, if you've been asked to do something, say 24, 40 hours, I'll yeah. let you know in 24, 40 hours. Thanks for yeah. asking, I'll let you know. Exactly. I'll let you tomorrow. Just and it allows, the of it. Yeah, it allows your brain that space to not have a reactive yes because exactly. you need to. Because we often say yes before we've even engaged our Absolutely. brain to decide whether it's truly yes we mean yep. or whether it's a hard no. And, and then and apologize. Apologize. And you're apologizing for changing your exactly. mind. Exactly, you can then irritate somebody. Know what, know what, in my experience, the minute I redrew my boundaries, which I probably hadn't drawn in the first place at all, mm. but when I got back to work after, you know, suddenly having all of this, ah, put myself back together again. I thought, well, who am I? You know, who am I? What do I want out of life? Now, what kind of a person am I? And actually, part of me going back to work was having some quite, um, uh, I mean, I'm being really nervous about it, but it was really important and I felt great after it. A couple of conversations with a couple of people I worked with who I, I did enjoy working with, yeah. but did find that I was quite sort of pushed around a little yeah, bit you yeah, know sure. um and i'm and i remember saying so that i remember actually doing and i'm a big fan of role play i remember role playing it actually with my therapist mm -hmm. before i went back to work because i'm not very good at having these you know these these sort of big conversations mm. especially you know. as a people pleaser because it's going exactly. against everything that is exactly. built into you you're going against yeah. the grain quite literally exactly yeah. and i remember role playing it and actually then having those conversations saying can i just you know my first day back can i have a word you know i'd yeah. really like to have a chat you know coming back and being really honest you know part of me being off was xyz and me coming back now i realized that actually some of these situations that have to change, we're have yeah. to change and actually sometimes the way you communicate with me i don't like yeah. i find it quite overbearing and i yeah. wondered if you could perhaps just give me a bit of space when we do yeah. this sort of blah, 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 a bit more notice yes. when we have xyz and guess what the response was sure i'm really sorry about that sure, sure. why don't you tell yeah, me and most of the time people because most Didn't of the time realize. most people aren't bad people well, they just, they just do things and they don't realize that the, what they're doing is having a bad outcome and we're not mind readers are we no. none of us are we all have to literally put and they our go hands oh but up. she's always happy to do it look at her smiling exactly. she's happy to yeah she said yes every it. time of course she's happy to yeah, do it exactly thought never bothered her. yeah yeah, yeah exactly. but the minute you go actually i do mind can we change it sure yeah. no problem and you know ne never really look back to be honest and that and that is really where everything started to kind of move into a slightly different arena for me in that i was so fascinated by the power of um talking therapy that i wanted to know more mm. you know i wanted to oh, this is the fjord that's good we've got a fjord here i say fjord as i say in norway is a fjord. i love that it's, that's very cultural it's very cultural not really a fjord are they because it's not salt water <laughs> is it something when they overflow you get you get someone cocky in a four fiesta oh, they love the things they can buzz it through and the, and yeah, the, the yeah, car goes yeah, off the edge yeah i'm sure the amount I'm of sure. times we have that's the tiktok that is you yeah, see the tiktok i wondered if this is a tiktok location where people do go because those of them they come down and they watch them it is actually you do in i'm not joking when that overflows sometimes people just come down and watch, to you, watch wait, and film. you wait for the delivery driver that can't be asked to do the long yeah. route and you're like oh you're going to be sketchy yeah, come, and then you've got your kind of legend and the old bang that defender yeah. that just yeah. flies through yeah. genuinely fine that literally yeah. happens. just like window down all the worry. time all the time but yeah but that was where i wanted to learn more about it and it was really my my thing that was my thing outside telly because mm. again I'd, I'd also identified that the pressure and the stress and anxiety i felt around being beholden to 
a tele executive mm. giving me a job or not was yeah. was a lot. You know, you didn't yeah. know where your income's coming from. You you know how precarious telly is. You know, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you're and good. And you've got a proper and it's job an too. Odd, what, you know, Do you know what I mean? Well, I've left. Uh, I don't work for the NHS. I, I you know I effectively, and this is the thing, is that I've left the safety, if you like, of working. Sure. And I, I say this very carefully because there's so much wrong with the NHS and I very much stand with all the staff that are fighting for their rights to be paid fairly. But, sure. um, you know, in, in, in the sense that I knew I had an income each month. Yes. Uh, to yes. leaving, to having to, yeah, to being like kind of beholden to everything and a, yeah, else. Yeah, and a profession to kind of, you yeah. know, that, that, as you say, exactly. rightly or wrongly, as you say, the political So in a way that in, actually yeah. forces the people-pleasing aspect because yes. you think, well, I, I don't want, I don't want to get cut off here. Because if I, if I, exactly, you don't want to suddenly be like, Mm, actually no not today yeah. and actually that, that that is a whole thing that is so wrong about yeah. you know i think a freelance life yeah um in that you know this this feeling of no security yeah. because if you don't feel any security you're going to feel a bit bloody anxious yeah um so my sort of thing was because i was just naturally interested in uh learning you know i was naturally interested in what i had experienced to kind of get myself back on my feet pretty damn quick and actually enjoying life a million times more yeah. than i had been before um, I started training as a childline counsellor, then I started doing a diplomary counselling, and then as often some of the best laid plans and all that, it was always just going to be my thing, yeah. my thing that no one could take away from me. It gave me a yeah. sense of security, yeah. it gave me, you know, my self-esteem, yeah. it gave me everything. And then um, a couple of years into it, uh, I think 2010, yeah. it was ITV This Morning. Um, I think I'd written an article for OK Magazine on... Michael Jackson's daughter that I think had attempted suicide. I did a piece on like on teen mental health um, and the editor at the time of this morning wanted to do a bit of a summer shake-up as often Teddy telly does, I wanted to something a bit fresher, a bit younger. I was like, oh do you do counselling? And I was like, well yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, oh do you fancy doing <laughs> like coming a, in. <laughs> yeah, doing <laughs> the phone in on, yeah. the, on the telly? And I remember going, but well, uh, it, it kind of goes against everything that I've been trained to do because it's yeah. obviously client focused, face yeah. to face, you know, it's bespoke. Yeah. Um, but I thought, well, I can give it a try. And there you go, that was. And then 10, everything started. Years later. And everything has yeah. rolled on, and then it's, well, it's the, it. the race with coaching, the books, Cybersco yes. dating, of course, which yes. that must be a challenge trying to, because you're in a position where you're trying to generally help these people throughout the relationships and to find love or actually yeah. to, to love themselves yeah but you're doing it in front of a camera there's this kind of there's that pull not to obviously go into it too much and understand you're you're well you're still doing it right yeah, so you've yeah. got oh, to be a little bit careful about I can be what you say but, I can be but it, there is a real like with love island on one hand you've got real people that you're trying to help on the other hand yeah. people want to make tv yeah and often those two things not always and that's not saying that at all yeah uh, but sometimes those things do pull in different directions sure. and, and 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 there is a challenge there because at the end of the day the responsibility is to look after these people but then of course. ultimately the editorial side they want the story right yeah sure and actually um this is why i mean i genuinely feel very fortunate to work on Slevsko dating um because in my experience the duty of care on that show you know is, is fantastic and um, it's and I've I've been part of the welfare teams uh, on on a number of shows over the years from behind the mm. scenes. Mm. But I I sort of have a strange role, I suppose myself and Paul, mm. 
who I do it with, in the sense that we're on-screen talent. When I say talent, listeners, they'll appreciate that's just the term that's used yes, for yes, people yes. on the telly, not that we think we're particularly talented. Well, I think you are talented, uh, Well, you, yes. you're very, very you are. kind. You're very you kind. Well, I'll, thank you, I'll take it. I'll take you're, it. Yes, I can I'm see you're someone... I'm so, I'm so, I can see already that you're someone that doesn't like to be confident. Because you've battered away a few of those. <laughs> when, well, you've written multiple books, best-selling author. Oh, uh, You've been on TV for, for many oh. years, which is a feat in itself, and you've helped a lot of people. Thank I'd you. say that is a talent thank there. You. Charlie agreed. Yeah, well, you're, yeah. you're, you're kind, and I will. I, I I'm not have, therapising you here no, at all. No, but I have. No, I'm pleased you've called me up on it actually, because I do have to. Yeah. I teach people to take compliments, yeah, so I have so to. Yeah, so thank you. I'm not. I've never. Been, I recognise it. It's, it takes one to know one. Thank I, you. It does. I'm very yeah. bad at uh, doing it, so I now just say thank you. Yes, thank you. Because I always say thank you. No, no, don't worry. Also, you know, I start apologising. Exactly. The fact that you said but you're something right. Nice. You just have to say thank, thank you. you. Receive it. Accept it. Take you know. it in the way that it was meant. Yeah, you don't have to affirm it. You can just say thank you. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, the the show has really evolved over the years you know I came in on season six we've just shot it's just gone to air season 11 I think it was we've actually done up to 13 because we had a, a pandemic series the mansion and we had a virtual one as well um, so I've done yeah seven or eight series of it um, and what has I mean actually genuinely every credit to the production team line pictures and um, e4 that make it they Paul and I a lot of people ask this and I can say now categorically Paul and I are not produced yeah I mean, we are in the sense of someone goes sit there in that chair, yeah. you know. Um, I need to talk to you in front of a camera, yeah. But editorially, when it comes to everything that we say, that is purely us. Yeah. That and is, it has that, to be that way because yeah, you are there. Your, your role effectively is to be professionals, isn't it? And therefore, it is. It is. You know, to, to hold that professional integrity, yes. you have to act in, you have in to your be real. opinions. It's, kind it, of, it's really yeah. funny, actually, because less so now. I think the penny sort of has dropped now and, people, and the celebs are a little bit more clued up I think on what they're getting into when they come to us but certainly in the first few, few series when Paul and I uh, had warmed our seat you know and mm. had got into our stride you'd get them coming in and we always used to find it quite not funny but we just knew the formula you know you'd come on in you know maybe someone like yourself Alex you'd come on in you've got your nice tasty little telly fee oh this will do yeah I'll do 10 weeks of just you know dicking about going on a few dates where production pay for it. I think it. it's a jolly. Might, it's yeah, might have not. a few nice, you know, might have a few nice dates out of it. You never know, might get off with someone, um, get off someone, how old do I sound? Um, <laughs> literally sound like my grandmother. Brilliant. Well done, Anna, keeping it cool. Um, um, but, you know, and I take away a nice nifty little yeah, paycheck. Yeah. And then you see them come in. So they come in on day one. They sit in front of Paul and I and they're like, you know, it's camera. Well, there's no cameraman. It's all fixed rig. So you don't see a cameraman at all. So that adds to the very... Um, authentic sort of nature of it they come into our office you know into our room and then you see by second the second session they come in and they kind of some of them even say it and you can see their nature change you can just sort of see them looking at us a bit you know when we ask certain questions because this is literally what we do off screen yeah. we're doing on screen yeah. don't matter whether you're a celebrity or yeah, Joe sure, public sure. you know we do you are treated exactly yeah. the same and that's and that's the difference as well with the celebrities listen your shit do not stink like yeah. literally we will tell you straight yeah you know, because yeah, you're absolutely. a human being, as are we. And if your behaviours aren't right, you've got to right. recognise those. Right, if someone those. is late, and I talk about it, you know, not even off camera, yeah. if someone is late and compromised, in fact, there was a situation where an ex-Love Islander, who was very lovely, but he was a bit of a naughty boy and didn't come in for filming one day because he, well, he gave us some flannel to, to where he'd been, but, uh, but then not very wisely um, had, had a work. I reckon I know who that yeah. is, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hadn't Fine. worked out that Instagram tells a lot of a story, doesn't it, when we'd realised he was just flying back from some PA somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I absolutely bollocked him because I said, you've just compromised my childcare and you've just thought, I've got to fork out another 100 quid for another childcare today, thank yeah. you very much, because yeah, yeah. you can't be asked to turn up. Yeah, fair So place they you. kind of get... Um, you know, they, they realise, but we are their best, well, we, we are always there for them, championing them. But the penny drops and they kind of go, 
you guys are for real, aren't you? It's like, yeah, yeah we are. And so you are doing this. It's yeah. not just a. Uh, it's not just. Yeah, it's like sure we get paid to whatever. do it. It's yeah. our job as well. But we're like, no, we we give you more than we get paid to do. Mm. You know, we are here to and we say we're because sometimes to, to help people, you sometimes the idea of being someone's best friend, you imagine just just the arm over the shoulder, which obviously obviously that's needed in a lot of places. But sometimes you need to put an arm over the shoulder and hold the mirror up as well, right. and like allow someone right. to look themselves because you can't show anyone else. They have to look themselves. And to actually, see. that relationship with the celebs has actually evolved more over the last few years mm. in the sense that we we're now more like mum and dad as mm. opposed to to friends sure. we, we actually deliberately keep a separation right. when we're yeah. filming as well that you know we sense. don't sit there and mingle in green rooms together yeah, we deliberately keep that level of separation um keeps that professional exactly. separation as yeah, well but we're there we are generally when we actually will say to, to the celebs when they come in you know what is your motivation for being here you yeah. know for being on the show be honest if you're just here to pocket yourself yeah. you know a sweet little sum yeah just tell us because we won't waste our time yeah, sure, like if yeah. you don't want to take anything else yeah, from sure. this that's cool. We'll reserve that for someone that does. Yeah. And what the first time ever, the last series we've just done, every single one of them came in saying, oh, thank God, I've been desperate for free therapy mm. for ages. And every credit to them. And I think it slightly shocked editorial because editorial a bit like, oh God, where are all the naughty behaviours? Yeah, yeah. Because they all came in literally, literally with pens and paper, some of them going, wanting to learn. My life needs help. Help me now. Yeah, yeah. And as a result, Gosh. we gave them everything we can get. It's give. kind of amazing, that, isn't it? It's yeah. such a switch, because I think I probably watched this a little bit in the early days where you kind of get the feeling that people were just there to kind of... And it's difficult because, yeah, you feel like, are people going on it for the right reasons? Yeah. But I guess once you create that environment yeah. and then you set up almost that precedence of, no, this is what we're here for, yeah. then, you, then people... It's like you set up the stall and for selling right. apples and people want to buy apples or come and buy the apples eventually, right. you know? So. And we, and we them to have fun you know yeah. we want them to make sure. mistakes because you only learn through mistakes yeah, yeah. you know and and i think that's it and actually that perhaps that is a little memo out if any celebs are listening now you know we don't necessarily want you to come in polished because yeah. that's the point we want to see you in all your glory but also you wasted it you kind of waste your time if you do that because exactly. again the polish with a mask it doesn't exactly. show it doesn't show anything and, and also it? the audience love that because we can all relate to someone just being you know absolutely terrible or saying the wrong mm. thing or doing the wrong thing in a dating scenario yeah. and then someone going have you thought about this or have you, you just look back at it you can Communication stings, you know. What yeah. have you thought about this? And it's a very rewarding show to work on, I have to say. No, I can, I can only, well, the fact that it's continued so long and that you continue well, doing thanks. it obviously shows that you you must like it. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I, well, I, I, I get to work with Paul and Tom every day, and who are literally two of my best mates. So, yeah, it's, We're working it's, with your best it's friends. pretty nice, yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of part two of the Stompcast. Thank you so much for sharing. I think that's been really interesting. And hearing a bit of behind the scenes from Celebs Good Dating as well, it's fascinating. <laughs> Everyone likes to hear a bit of behind the scenes. They always, people always ask me, like, what was that mind like? Can you get yes. it? Because people want to know what, they what want it was to know. like. I mean, and all I will say is, honestly, sure, Celebs Good Dating, it is a reality telly show. It's there to entertain, but it is, it is about as real as a reality as telly guess. show and on dating can, can be, yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed part two. And well done for stomping. You're looking after your health, your mental health, your physical health, and just a little up as well if you guys want to follow uh, me on Strava there's the stomp club on there and people share photos like this where we've just been and photos up and they walk and it's really nice because the posts basically on the Strava page are all people around the world around the country just sharing cool oh, photos so and nice. routes and stuff and you might get inspired to visit somewhere you've not even heard of so check it out it's on Strava we'll leave it in the notes for you um, or you'll find it on my page anyway guys enjoy goodbye Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.